welcome to How Do You Do? I'm Samantha Benacore Meinrad. And I'm Al Harudi. And we are here like every week for your favorite podcast about all things Jewy. Yeah, Al, how's it going? It's going good. <laughs> I'm so glad. Just so everyone knows, yeah, Al specifically asked to speak first this time. <laughs> because I wanted to say that today we're talking about Rosh Hashanah. We are. Um, which is also the new year. Yes, it is. And it's the beginning of new things. It is. And you have some new beginnings to talk about. <laughs> Thank you. Way to set that up. I know. So, listeners, some exciting news on my personal end. I don't know if they're exciting. Okay, well, we're I'm working. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm just being very sorrow. Uh, sorrow? So- sad? Sorrowful? Sorrow? Yuck. Sour. That's Sour. what I wanted to say. Oh my god, I I I heard it weird in my. That's okay. Yeah. So I'm very sour. Okay. Yes. Okay. So like I think I would call it bittersweet news because especially uh, bitter. Yeah. Especially bitter for me. <laughs> and that's all that really matters. Here. Okay. We should probably explain what's going on. <laughs> so listeners, I am going to be leaving Cleveland, where Yael and I both live and love. Boo Samantha. Uh, boo Samantha. But also, yeah, we're happy for um, you. For a really exciting opportunity in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so How Do You Do is continuing. We are going to make this a road show, um, recording interstately, I guess is the uh, the word, um, between Cleveland and New York. There'll be plenty of new things to talk about as we go through this transition, both me, us, all of us. We'll get to hear about New York. Um, there'll be a lot of like bagel conversations, Ooh, I feel like, coming okay. our way. Yeah, make us jealous. Um, that's basically what I'm here for. Bagels and pizza and just carbs. I'm at least happy you're not moving to like a state that ex- is extremely sunny, like no, no. Arizona or California, and then I'll be talking about snow when you'll be sitting in the sun sipping a margarita we had a brief (laughs) conversation actually about arizona Mm -hmm. um as like is that interesting and then i reminded noam that like our dog pebbles can't handle the heat in (laughs) northeast ohio and tends to like just stop midway through walks and lay down and i have to carry 30 pounds of dog you know toto's the same way and i'm i can't understand why because she was born and raised in israel right she should be conditioned yeah pebbles is a wuss yeah um so i we had said like you know arizona would be interesting Pebbles would probably just burst into flame. Like, I can't even imagine what would happen. So, obviously, that's how we make our life choices. Yeah. Um, so, Pebby can't be an Arizona dog. She also can't be a Manhattan dog because anyone who has stayed in a hotel room with her, um, like, we had a one second conversation of like should we really like be cool people and live in the city and live in an apartment and I was like oh no we've been in a hotel room with Pebbles we would be the subject of one of those like people like writing into advice columns of like these new people moved in next door and their dog barks every time anyone moves (laughs) um so we can't be that cool yeah but it's definitely about to be a new year, new transition, lots of new things coming, and we will provide more details for all of our listeners as things unfold. And we're sort of happy for Samantha, even though we're extremely sad. Um, I am happy because you, you, I mean, you are moving only for good things, and and of course, I only want the best for you, even though um, I also want the best for me, but you know, But now whatever. you have somewhere to stay in New York. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like I love New York anyways. 
But now you have somewhere to... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I, I actually like visiting New York. Exactly. Um, I wouldn't live there. <laughs> um, it's going to be great. And yeah, I know, we're going to power through. And I feel like I'll get to fully excited once I deal with the logistics of moving. Because listeners, if you haven't moved in a while and you've like kind of got your rose-colored glasses on and forgot, Ew, it's every aspect yeah. of the process is horrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this hasn't happened yet, knock on wood this time, but I will say... I have never actually successfully moved without at some point just sitting on the floor and sobbing. Really? I've never done it. Oh my, okay. I moved like three times in the past two years. Yeah, same. But like I've cried each time. One of them was moving continents. Didn't cry? Didn't cry. Well, I cried because I miss my family. But I mean, everything went smoothly. Each time... At some point, you'll just find me like a girl in a movie. No, so just like, I'm not even you. in a chair or like on a couch. It's like I am on the floor <laughs> surrounded by my possessions. Oh, no. Just like overwhelmed. Okay, crying. well, you have me here. Thank I'll you. help you. Thank you, thank Don't you. Don't worry. We will get through we this. We will get through this. Even though all I want to do is sabotage your move. That's um, fine. And so I make you stay, but I mean, no, I'm not going to do that. I mean, um, if there's anything I can offer you here. Thank you, thank you. For you to stay, I would love to, but yeah, no. It's going to be good. We're going to get through you. it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's the big thing coming up in my new year, but we want to talk about the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, literally head of the year. Um, so to switch gears from bleh to, oh, um, what are some of your favorite Rosh Hashanah traditions? <laughs> Just we, segueing right in there. I, I seriously wish we could show, we could have shown your face doing a and <laughs> I tried to give the vision, like the audio effects. It was, it was very theatrical. Thank you. <laughs> um, what's my favorite Rosh Hashanah tradition? Yes. Um, the one and only, the Shofar. The Shofar, that's a good one. Classic. Yeah, that and I think like like the round challah, it only comes once a year for sure. Rosh Hashanah. And so I think those are two like really nice Oh, God. Now I have more coming up. Like, Good. the apples and honey. Yes, keep them going. Okay, I basically... Lo- well, everyone knows that I love Jewish holidays. Emma, Emma. So she's just going <laughs> to list all the elements of the holiday? No, but okay. But honestly, the, so when I was younger, um, and we would go to temple, and we would talk about, like, the tkiat shofar, mm-hmm. and, and also we would talk about it at school, because, mm-hmm. you know, I was born and raised in Israel, and so we talk about the Jewish holidays in school. And every time um, we, you know, Rosh Hashanah came, we started talking about how when the shofar is blown in Rosh Hashanah, it opens up the skies for all of your like wishes and 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 everything. And then the skies stay open until Yom Kippur. And so every time when we when I was younger and I would go to temple and I would hear the shofar, I would like imagine in my brain that. The sky is literally opening, I and that. I would, yeah, and I would, I think, I, I don't know how many requests I would request, but I, I asked for so many things, and... That's beautiful. Yeah, and I, and I still remember that, like, until this day, I really think when I think of Rosh Hashanah, I think about the sky opening, so I think that's, that has to be like my actual, like, favorite, favorite, and another ones I love, too, but I mean... That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. So I, What's yours? Yeah. So my family always had the tradition on Rosh Hashanah that we would eat a new fruit as oh, the start that's of the really year, cool. the head of the year. There'd be some kind of new fruit. So one of my parents would always go and just try to find like the weirdest thing that they could find in the grocery store. 
Um, and so we we would just learn about all these different things and we would always taste it and it always made it special to do something different, something new. And that had been like the Vinicor thing. But then I didn't know until um, I met Noam really that there was this whole tradition of like a Passover Seder. Yes, and they also Seder Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. We had never done that. We had had the apples and honey. We had had the round challah. We had had the new fruit. Yeah, not every family um, does it. But, but then there were all these it. different things things and so with Noam he started really introducing me to them and it's everything from beets and dates and leeks and pomegranates and beans and, and, and the fish head um, and, carrots. and carrots and all these different things and each one um, of these special foods are called the simanim yeah. um, they're like signs or symbols and rimon well there's yeah I'm sorry I'm butting into no, you no 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 please and so when we first started doing it he was ex- he like wanted to really teach me about this so we'd always had Rimonim pomegranates and we'd always had like certain elements but I never knew it was part of something formal it was just like oh that's what's on our table but it's funny because the, like the actual like meaning of each one mm-hmm. is from the word itself yep mm-hmm. um, and okay. I learned that and it's all these different puns and it's amazing yeah. and so the first year that Noam and I actually lived in our house here which will always be our first house um I made him uh, like a Seder plate for Rosh Hashanah with all the things. So I put the pomegranate seeds in and I put the carrots and I put the dates. And then because he's vegetarian, I didn't know what to do about the fish head situation. Oh my God. So I went to Trader Joe's and I bought, um, what are they called? Not Swedish fish, Scandinavian swimmers. I knew it. And then I cut the heads off. (laughs) And I gave him these like gummy fish. It went over really well, um, to say the least. So yeah, just learning that and being able to take what is otherwise a holiday meal, a festive meal, and elevating it to that next piece where it's also like this teachable Mm -hmm. moment is so much fun. And so this year for Rosh Hashanah, we're actually going to be in New York. No, I'm already moved. Spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) And I'm going to bring the first carload of stuff. And um, I was like, oh, we're going to be with my parents um, to introduce them to my new Swedish fish, um, Scandinavian swimmers, as they are officially called Rosh Hashanah tradition. So really making it our own. That's really cool. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. I didn't know you do that. Yeah. So a lot of families in Israel do the Seder Rosh Hashanah. And... um, yeah, I think it's fun. And I love it. It's like it's like Selek she selku koro ivenu. It's like, I mean, well, okay, you translate it. <laughs> ah, sorry, more facial expressions here. I think that it just you know it really speaks to. I feel like we all know about the Passover Seder um, and all the rituals that come with it, and so many of the other holidays they can be great as like just dinners with special foods that's amazing Mm -hmm. but when there's like a next step that you learn about and can take with it um it makes it really fun so i've been excited i grew up with like the new fruit tradition Mm -hmm. now that there's all these other things to add in and i'm always by the way listeners feel free to add in like what's the most unique fruit that the vinicor should be adding to our table this year because we've done like dragon fruit um one year i found like a hand of buddha um, and I don't brought, even know what that is. It's such a cool looking fruit. You should yeah. Google it. Okay. Did you uh, eat it? We did. Is it I, good? It was like a weird consistency. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it would become like 
instead of like a strawberry because I have simple tastes. <laughs> but um, it's just, it's always fun to be a little bit out of the box and to try something new. Just to clarify, the Rosh Hashanah Seder is extremely short. Yes. It's like, it's no, like, it's not like the Passover Seder. Just, Don't each, worry. Each uh, fruit or vegetable has like a, a small prayer yep. and it has to do with the name of, of the fruit or vegetable in Hebrew. And that's pretty much it. Yes, absolutely yeah. <laughs> no pressure. One can power through this quite quickly. Yeah. So we're talking about food um, and the, the Seder foods um, or the Rosh Hashanah foods. Mm-hmm. What is a Rosh Hashanah food that everyone should try this year? Well, I'm not, I'm not going to be very original this one. That's okay. Because, I mean, my favorite thing on Rosh Hashanah is, of course, honey cake. Honey cake. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't love, like, sweets and stuff. I think I've Let's all this. remind everyone what <laughs> your profession is. And the pastry chef that doesn't like sweets. And no, it's not because I've had so much that I don't feel like eating it. It's because I I was I never loved it. So <laughs> I love creating it. It has nothing to do with it. No, you're very good at it. And I, I'll taste things to make right. sure that everything. But you're you know, not going to sit down and just balanced. Like... I bet I'm not one of those to like sit around and say, oh my god, I'm so craving chocolate right now. We're so opposite. <laughs> or is it, should I eat like steak and salad or a cheesecake? I would probably choose I would steak. choose the steak. You're correct. That's fair. Well, you live with a vegetarian. I know. I'm just like. <laughs> you don't have that option. Right. Like my iron deficiency is like steak, what? By the way, I want this to be on air when you make this promise to me. If I come visit you in New York, I need actual meat. Of course. Okay, good. We'll get rid of Noam. Well, actually, I actually want to see your parents. Oh, that's it. We'll go to my parents' house. I'll just, I'll just come to visit your parents. That's that's where we're headed, so <laughs> it's going to be great. Noam, we love you, but, you know, Exo. I got to go vegetarian. Not today. <laughs> um, so, okay, so back to our food. Yes. I think, so the two, like, the two things that I think um, I like the most is the honey cake. Mm-hmm. And the round challah, because it's only once a year. It's once a year, it's yeah. special. We usually don't do sweet challah at home, and like Rosh Hashanah is like always a sweet challah. Yeah. So I, I kind of like that. That's so fun. What about you? Last year, I made for Rosh Hashanah. I just found this recipe. Wait, um, I was at your house for Rush for like the, uh, I the know, lunch. For one of the so days. I actually try, okay. So what is this? So I don't know. I don't remember which day I made it for. Um, okay, it tell was, me. I'll tell you if I ate it. It was a stuffing. It was an apple and fennel challah stuffing. Um, and I genuinely familiar. don't remember when I made it. But it sounds I'm, familiar, but it actually sounds also really good. So I made it for one of the meals of Rosh Hashanah, and I can't remember when it was, so whoopsies. Um, but it was amazing because I was trying to find new recipes to incorporate these yeah. different simanim and to not just like have them like, okay, they're like on this, you know, Seder plate style yeah, thing. I and, remember like, a, a salad with... Um, beet leaves yeah i was really trying to be creative but that one in particular it was like a combo it it was sweet because it had the apple but it had the fennel so it wasn't like too sweet that because i i believe that dessert belongs at dessert Mm -hmm. um whereas like during the meal like i don't need too much sweetness also like i i have my chocolate cravings i cannot (laughs) say that i'm as good as you but during the meal i'm all about the savory um but it had like celery and vegetable broth but it was also just like this little hint of the apples yeah. and it was a really fun way to incorporate a bunch of the foods together um i will post a picture of it i'm gonna be honest i probably won't post a picture of the one that i made i'll post a picture of the one from the like pinterest <laughs> recipe on our instagram so people can check it out for themselves um but i think anything that you take the traditional and put a spin on it is really fun for me and I encourage that. 
Um, that sounds amazing. <laughs> so, okay. We talked about you going on the, like, new beginnings. Meh. Um, yeah, I feel the same. <laughs> same page. Same I hate page. talking about this. Okay, let's stop. Um, it makes me really sad, honestly. So, um, but I do want to, I do want to ask you, um, what will make this year a sweet year for you? You coming to visit? Aww. <laughs> Some money. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I. You know what? I really think maintaining the relationships that we've been so fortunate mm-hmm. to build, while of course wanting to cultivate and incorporate new ones, is going to be really critical. When we made this decision to move to New York, one of like the biggest thing was we love our friends here, we love our community here, and one of the things that Noam said was, you know, we said when we moved here from DC because we are the wandering Jews, um, like that we were going to go back and visit or people were going to visit us, and like we didn't do that well enough, and we need to do that here. And then I reminded him, well, like we've been in a global pandemic for the last year and a half, so all of these simchas that our friends have had um, in DC that we would have been there for, but we zoomed in for, like it would have been different. And so to not judge like that experience as like what it means to stay in touch with people. And also, no offense to Cleveland, nobody really comes to Cleveland unless they're intentionally coming to Cleveland. Whereas New York, I feel like people just show up in terms of, People like one of our best friends from here already like, oh, we'll see you in October. We have a wedding to go to. Who? Chase and Sarah? No, Mikey and Ashley have a wedding. Seriously? Yes. What? Um, they get to come here already in October? You could crash their wed- the wedding that they've been invited to for people I don't know. No, I'm crashing your house. Okay. Um, so I don't, <laughs> I've heard, I've heard really better. good things about the wedding venue. No, I'm, I'm crashing your party. Um, so, you know, we were really having the conversation of like, the last year and a half of our lives but can't be used so as the judgment for what will be. But I think, yeah, really finding the balance between like we want to build a new community and have all of that, but really prioritizing maintaining the relationships that we've built here. And I think if we could look back like at the next Rosh Hashanah and say, these are still some of my closest friends and I've added more to that rather than like, oh, these are my closest friends and I haven't talked to um, enough people from this past stage, I'll I'll feel really sweet and blessed and all of those things. Aw, yeah, we're, we're definitely gonna have a good... Uh... Well, we get to hang out every week. We prioritize. Yeah, um, yeah so thanks, whatever listeners. Mikey and Ashley that you're gonna get there first, I'm gonna talk to her every week. Guys, <laughs> listeners, keep uh, subscribing so that way this stays viable. So yeah, Ellen and I can hang out every week. Okay, thanks. Um, what's gonna make this a sweet year for you? Um, that's a good question. I actually have no idea. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> so many things to look forward to. Yes. Um well, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know cuz like I don't I don't think that I have well for one I don't have any like new beginning like you. <laughs> this is a big beginning. Yes. <laughs> this was this was time perfectly for you. Um but I guess I guess what will make it a sweet year is continue to focus on my business and growing it. Yeah. Um, if for everybody doesn't know, then I'm a pastry chef and I have a business. <laughs> she is and she does. Um, so I think I think that. I mean, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy. She's like, really good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, love. And I'm hoping I'm hoping to like grow that and create new things um, 
for that. And I think that's what will make it a sweet year. I think, you know, it doesn't have to be a new beginning to make it a sweet year, right? And I was... And the pastries are really sweet. (laughs) Well, when we first talked about it, I thought to myself, oh, like, I don't have a new beginning. But I mean, I guess... I guess it doesn't have to be a new beginning to be a sweet new year, no, right? Absolutely. It just has to be a new year. And then if you're content. <laughs> I know. And if you're the way, you know, I think one of the um, the most, like, I don't know, Jewish, like, blessings or sayings that I always appreciate is, like, may you go from strength to strength. I feel like people yeah. say that a lot. And I always love that because it doesn't mean that everything has to be new. It's that we're we're coming from a place of strength. Something doesn't have to be bad in order to want to grow or change or expand. So I feel like maybe you go from strength to strength and that you're in this amazing place, amazing foundation, and like only up. I'm hoping to only go up. To the sky, because the sky is open. (laughs) The sky is open. Sky is open. Tis the season. (laughs) Um, And pumpkin spice lots. Pumpkin spice lots. I'm really not ready for that. I was talking to someone, like, especially because Rosh Hashanah is so early this year. Yeah. It's like, I understand that it's supposed to feel like fall. And I had a conversation with someone of like, should we go apple picking? Should we go pumpkin picking? Well, you know, technically yesterday was the last day of summer. Technically, I oh, I'm to sorry. That. We're recording. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, on a, on behind the curtain yeah. here. Um, <laughs> but uh, technically, I object to that because it's August as we record. As um, we record, yeah. This episode is only coming out on Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> we pre-recorded because Samantha has a lot going on. <laughs> and anyway, so I'm not ready for it to feel like fall. Yeah. Um, but then all of the like outfits that I envision wearing for Rosh Hashanah, like when I was growing up, I was always so excited, even if it wasn't seasonally appropriate. Everyone, like that would be when you would wear your like new clothes, you know, your new like fancy outfit. I always had like a new dress for Rosh Hashanah and it was always like, White? No, it was always like a sweater or like it was always for fall because it was, because it was America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was always like with a jacket or a sweater, it was always like heavier. And then I remember like certain years where it would be really warm crying as like a little girl of like, I want to wear my new dress, but like it's so hot and itchy (laughs) because it's meant for like deep fall and yeah. it's still warm out. Well, you may get your wish this year. I don't know. I'm very, very confused by the weather. The weather is weird. Um, yeah. The weather is weird, but yes, pumpkin spice latte. So I'm really excited I for fall. I saw a commercial today. Like I saw something on, I think it was Instagram and um, they were doing like pumpkin, more pumpkin, I don't know, something like that from Starbucks. And I thought to myself, wait, is that, like, is that starting now? That's, ve- I mean, to me, that's very early. If they're putting commercials out, that means it's it means coming, it's, yeah, right? Yeah, it's coming. Crazy. I mean, again, I, like, I love fall, so I'm not opposed to elongating it. Yeah, but, but I this also feels think ex- it should be coming, like, after after Labor Day. Yeah, yeah, like around Sukkot, around I can Sukkot. accept. It. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, around Sukkot, yeah, I hope there's like good pumpkin picking by Sukkot this year. I know. Because it's so early. And that's, how else are we going to decorate our Sukkot? How are we going to decorate? There's so much to <laughs> talk about. Hay and, and some. Thank you for, I, I understand. <laughs> hay and pumpkins. <laughs> so this time of year, we know that we're in between. Um, Again, it's about to be Rosh Hashanah. It's allegedly the end of summer, although I haven't accepted it yet. Uh, for you know those who are in school, for some the school year has started, for some it's about to start. Yeah, it's definitely this season um, for renewal and rebirth, regrowth, regeneration. It's the the head of the year. So I don't know if this will be a different answer from what will make this a sweet year for you. But what are you renewing this year? 
Maybe my orange theory. Um, Whoa. <laughs> that may be Girl, the only thing I'm going to renew. I love, that is such a good answer. And, and my FabFitFun box, I decided. I want my FabFitFun box back. Can you explain everyone what that is? Uh, this is a, f- a free, a free, uh, a free <laughs> advertisement for FabFitFun. <laughs> we are not sponsored by them, but we would like to be. So it's a box. Um, it's a seasonal box. First of all, they do like summer, they do all the seasons. Uh-huh. And then you have like two options. You can either pay a yearly amount mm-hmm. and then each box costs a little less mm-hmm. or you just buy each box. But then if you pay the yearly one, then you can like choose items so what comes like what you, do you get in a fab fit fun box well a bunch of stuff so it's it's designed for women um but you can get like anything from like lunch boxes to well this is just i'm just giving examples of like things that i got but it's usually like a lot of cosmetics and mm-hmm. stuff um but sometimes they have like for every season they have these cool things so one time i got a, a a throw actually the one that i have upstairs on my couch is a throw that is very cozy it is from it's from the fat fit fun box and you can and like i got a robe one time and different cosmetics like i said but you, like i also got bowls for the kitchen and you like you can huh. get a bunch that's of that's a lot of things mm-hmm. and i have to tell you like that each box is like 50 bucks okay or I think I think it's forty five. No, it's fifty when you buy the yearly one. Okay. Okay, and then you get to customize it. Fun. Yeah, but seriously, the things inside way more than fifty bucks. There we go. Like way. Ours, way you have to more renew your subscription, and everything is full size. You don't get like mini size things. Right. Everything's full size products. It's really good. So you yeah. have to renew the subscription. I stopped it for a while. I'm going to renew that. Yeah. And now that we stop talking about my horrible shopping, um, what about you? <laughs> well, you're renewing like way more exciting stuff. I'm just no, talking about orange theory that and, great. and fun boxes. That sounds lovely. It's I, just really fun to get them because you forget they're coming and then all of a sudden it arrives in the mail. That's the best. <laughs> I like, not that I appreciate like long wait times for getting stuff that I order, yeah. but there'll be certain times where it's like, I don't remember ordering this. It feels like a present. <laughs> And then it's like, oh, well, I don't know if it counts as a present if it's something I ordered and paid for and then was just delayed in coming. So it's fun because you don't only, you sometimes, you, I mean, you can choose a lot of the things that come in it, but you don't choose all the products. So a lot of them, it's like a surprise. They're like, what did I get? And like Michelle and I used to have opening boxes days. Like we both got our boxes and we wouldn't open and then we'd open it together. Wait, that's adorable. <laughs> no. I don't have that self-control. Maybe I should get this box. Um, it wouldn't be a renew. It would be just like joining. <gasps> what? Wait, if you get the box we have to do facetimes of opening it together that would be very like on brand of us isn't that a thing i've been learning about these like unboxing videos like we'll on have tiktok to do it together we could be it can people. be our thing even though you're in new york that would be a good thing for us at to least share. four at least four times a year we'll open up boxes together my god that's so sad i would be honored to we'll open talk box. every three months right every, every quarter we'll open boxes together Jesus, no. i can't wait um no i think what i'm like interested in renewing i feel like moving to a new place is like always an opportunity for me to like i always make the same like goals when i move to a new place and then i succeed at them for like varying intervals i'm kind of jealous. um one of the one of the things that i always really try to do i like i really like to get to know the places that i live 
in. So in Cleveland, it was like, I want to visit all the different metro parks. I have three to go. So hopefully mm-hmm. I can reach them before I leave. Ooh, um, let's man, plan something. We can do that. Yeah. Now that your back isn't like I know, right? out. Yeah. Um, so like I have three more metro parks or I love to go to like different festivals and events. Like I really try to be part of the places and I really want to renew that because I grew up like in New York or around yeah. New York in the suburbs, but I've never lived there as an adult. Um, the last time it's that I lived, I, li- I guess I technically did. I lived in New York after college for like a year and a half before it's I moved to Israel. You're, you're older now. Now I'm like a grown-up adult. Yeah, you're moving with your um, husband. You're going to experience it like way differently. This is I mean, exciting. the stories will be less interesting because the last time is when I was dating in New York and I feel like that was just more entertaining for others than like, <laughs> no, I'm and I went to Ikea for the weekend. <laughs> um, adulthood is real. I just thought about something new hmm? that we got. What? I got a new bed. You got, like, do you want to tell people about the bed that you got? You were describing it to me. I got a roller coaster. Like, seriously, this is so, I got the most exciting bed I've ever had. Do you want to tell us about it? Like, sure. tell us all the elements of another, this bed. Another, like, free advertisement. I got a sleep number bed. But, I mean, of course, in walking through the store, I have, I have like, extreme back issues. Yes. And Dan had a bed. I would not trash the name of this company. But, because it's not the company. The company is actually a really good company. But Dan... Like, paid extra to get a bed that is extremely soft, okay? So, for me, it was like sleeping inside a rubber band. It, it was, I swear, Ugh. it was like sleeping in a rubber band. No, I can't do it. Okay, when we finish recording, I'll take you upstairs because we still have the pillow. <laughs> we'll take a field trip to the bed. <laughs> because we still have the pillow of the old bed, and I want you to feel it, and that's how the whole mattress was. I swear, it was like sleeping inside a rubber band, okay? okay. It's considered a very good bed. Like, he did buy, like, a cheap company, okay? But it was horrible. And anyways, my back did not, it didn't work with that bed. Um, so we agreed to go to sleep number because it's really cool like I can sleep on a hard mattress mm-hmm. and choose my like higher number right and Dan can sleep on a very soft mattress but it's not memory foam it's not right. it's the same okay it's like an air mattress like but it's like a very cool air mattress so I choose like it's it's called sleep number because okay. you pick you your pick your number. number no that makes sense so my number is 85 and Dan's number is 40. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, excuse me, 35. He just changed it. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is like how relationships <laughs> are saved. Yeah. Because you don't have to compromise. You no. can just be like, we are both able to be happy. Exactly. That's amazing. But because all this time I slept on his old bed and it was killing my back, my back is so messed up. So I actually have to sleep like half sitting up like I need my, oh I sometimes sleep like I that. need my back a little bit up I have so many pillows so I need my back like I, I bought like a special pillow to save my back Anyways, this is really adulting it's not me dating in New York so of course we walk into sleep number and we get like you know fitted for our numbers and we start looking at the different beds and of course you know, Dan was looking at a specific mattress and we got there and it was like a kid at a candy store and he just went for like the best one. They like see him coming. Like his, the number one like mattress that they're like they have, like Dan just got that one. Mazel tov. So now we have a foot warmer built in. Is that Toto? 
No, no, no. It's literally like, and I can turn on my foot warmer without Dan having to have his foot warmer on. That's First absurd. of all, we also have a king size bed. Finally, we were sleeping on a queen until uh, now. I'm, we're not that close. I'm like, go away, sir. But the coolest thing about this is that he can raise his head separately than mine, but it's not like only the head is is not connected. The rest of the mattress is completely connected. So we have like crazy sheets for it, like because cause you imagine like oh my god, it's th there's like a split only on the top side of the mattress. The oh, rest of the mattress is connected, so we can raise our feet, but it has to be like together. That well, that's like a good compromise. It's it's good, yeah, but we can't compromise on our sleeping position. So now I still sleep with a pillow under my feet, but it's fine. It's fine. Wait, this is amazing and hilarious and. <laughs> Like, speaking of renewal, I feel like we should all, I don't know, renew our commitment to like. Oh, wait, I forgot to tell you the sleep coolest schedule. Thing. So, this also tracks your sleep. Oh, my God. It tracks my sleep. And, like, if, so if at night I slept, let's say my number was 85, mm -hmm. okay, it is. And, and I woke up a lot during the night, it tracks it and it tells you, I noticed that you were waking up a lot during the night. So, I like lowered you to 80 and you slept four hours. Um, would you like to stay on that number? That's so creepy and amazing. I know, right? Well, remember a few episodes back, I was talking about how I slept on someone's couch. Yeah. And I like track my sleep using a bracelet and it was the deepest REM cycle I have ever had. Did you ever find that couch? I did not find that couch. But the person whose bachelorette party I was at when I slept on that couch, her wedding is this coming weekend as we record back mm -hmm. in Erie. So maybe I'll do just like a drive by of the Airbnb and just be like, can I have the couch please? <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably won't do that just to reassure everyone, but I'm thinking about it. Next thing we know, Samantha is uh, in jail because we tried to break into the Airbnb, to, the Airbnb to, to get the couch. couch. It was the best couch. So we were actually wait that Airbnb person never 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 wrote back to me. She probably thought thought you're crazy. Most people do, but like at least like there was no tag on the couch. No, I. So listeners who didn't hear this episode, I don't remember which one it was. I think it was um, it where was we were talking long, about though. summer. Um, yeah. I slept on this couch at this Airbnb. Greatest night's sleep I've ever had. I then proceeded to rip apart the couch <laughs> looking for a tag and they had cut out all the tags. It's like they want a monopoly on this couch and don't want me to know what kind of couch it is. Do you have a photo of the couch? Maybe I don't. I don't know. I'm just thinking um, maybe we can upload it somewhere and like ask people if they know. If you know what the company this is. It's like yeah. a lost puppy. Like, do you know this couch? Someone <laughs> will know. And um, the power of social media. Seriously, thank Let's you, do it. followers. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I that was a great couch. It was an amazing night's sleep. And as Noam and I were discussing, like what to pack versus what to leave you know what we kind of don't need to ship across state lines okay. i he was like our couch is fine i was like there's a couch out there <laughs> for <better>. us <laughs> i don't know where it is but like our listeners couch is fine but this couch is i <laughs> will renew my commitment to sit on as many couches as i need to this is what samantha has renewing this year to find the perfect couch to give us a sweet new year samantha is renewing her couch this year so good luck to me good luck no i'm heads up yeah poor no <laughs> Um, you know, good luck with all of what? that. What? No, he's gonna be he's gonna be gaining a this new, couch. very comfortable couch. I don't know if I'll let him sit on it. But then, like, he'll be losing you because you'll be sleeping. On the couch. <laughs> Our marriage will just be like nothing's wrong. We just sleep separately We're because great. Samantha Samantha just loves the really couch. into this couch. <laughs> and then people will be like, oh, okay. 
I'm sure. Um, so thank <laughs> um, you. We love you. <laughs> worried listeners. But on that note, um, we wish all of our listeners, the entire How Do You Do podcast community, a sweet, happy, healthy new year. We want to remind everyone, um, if as part of your New Year's, Jew Year's resolutions, you're like, how do I support this podcast? Well, you, wherever you are listening, you can <laughs> rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, take a screenshot, post it in your story, share it with a friend, follow us on Instagram at HowDoYouJewPod or email us all of your thoughts, feelings, and couch tips at HowDoYouJewPod at gmail.com. And we love you, Samantha, and good luck. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, yeah, I'm just extremely sad, but also happy for you. You know we're still going to be recording from here for our next episode, though, so it's going to be fine. Yeah, okay. Okay. I mean, I'm still, yeah, but it doesn't mean I'm not sad. I'm sad, too. I, I mean, you. you're already packing. Like, we literally spoke I know, we packing. talked about my packing. I'm sorry. Anyways, um, until next time. <laughs> say it, say it. The worst closing ever, but you'll forgive us because I'm sad. Until next time, happy chewing. Happy chewing.